In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This morning I just wanted to um, draw attention to the icon that we commemorate this day. This is one of, uh, one of the days in which this icon is commemorated. This is actually a copy of uh, the Ivron icon, which then the Japarian that we talking heard uh, just a little bit earlier uh, tells the story. The story of the Ivron icon, which is uh, at the Ivron Monastery on Mount Athos, uh, during the iconoclast period, there was a soldier uh, who was very zealous for the imperial policies of destroying the icons, and he went into a widow's house who had a son in Nicaea, and the policy was to destroy the icons. So he took his weapon and plunged the weapon into the icon of the Mother of God, and he was recoiled in horror when the blood came out from the icon, um, instantiating, of course, uh, what we believe of the icon being a, a prototype, as it were, where when we offer up veneration uh, and ask for prayers through the person depicted in the icon, it's truly being uh, relayed to that person, that they are present in some way within that icon. He, the soldier, repents after he sees the blood flowing on the icon, and uh, knowing now that this, there's no way that this icon is going to be saved because this is now going to spread, uh, the widow and her son take the icon to the ocean, and they put the icon in the ocean, and the icon floats away like Moses in the Nile. The son of the widow goes to Mount Athos, and he tells, relates the story and this miracle of the blood coming from the icon to his fellow monks. And a generation or two goes by, and the story is popular in the monasteries. And there is a monk, Gabriel, of Georgian descent, uh, not our state Georgia, of course, but the ancient kingdom of Georgia. And he sees this pillar, uh, I forget if it's a cloud or a fire, of course, reminiscent of uh, the children of Israel being led in the desert, and he goes to the uh, the to where the sea meets the shore, and he sees this icon. He takes this icon, this miraculous icon. He sees that there's a gash that is in the icon, uh, and he remembers the story. He takes it into the monastery to have a festive occasion, and they put the icon in the church in the Catholicum. The next day they wake up and nobody can find the icon. When they open the gates and go out to do the work outside of the gates, they see the icon has put itself uh, outside on, on, in the gate area. They take the icon back into the Catholicon. This happens a few times. Then Gabriel has a dream where the Theotokos visits him and says, I know that you're trying to protect this icon, uh, my icon, but what I'd rather you do, I, was, I would rather protect you, and so let me be where I have chosen to be. So this uh, story, this particular day, is not a specific commemoration of that icon as much as the copy of that icon, because this was a much-loved icon, uh, being brought to Moscow. And it's the, you know, it was enshrined, there's a little chapel uh, on one of the gates, Resurrection, resurrection Gate, uh, right close to the Kremlin, the Red Square. Uh, the beautiful square, uh, 
I basically, I looked on Google Maps last night when I was in Moscow last year. Uh, it was around the corner from where we were, not staying, but uh, walking around. So I just missed it. Um, and it was installed in Moscow uh, after the defeat, uh, driving out of the Poles. Um, so this icon has uh, a long life. And in fact, it even has a longer life. You may be familiar with a merge streaming holy icon here in North America, which is a copy again of the Ivron icon that they call the Hawaiian uh, Ivron icon, which is uh, a copy and has the same gash uh, in uh, on the Theotokos where the blood came forth. So it's especially, I think, um, important as we remember uh, this past Sunday, the Fathers of the Seventh Ecumenical Council, the defense of the veneration of the icons, uh, but also on October 1st, the protecting veil of Theotokos, that we see these themes of the intercession and protection of the Theotokos, um, that she is truly present as all the saints are within their images, and to renew our, our faith and our understanding that we would draw near to the holy icons and address the saints that we find there, or our Lord who is depicted there, his miracles or other um, feats of the saints and their depiction of their lives, uh, that we truly draw near to the saints and that they take a great interest, interest in us uh, to the glory of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.